0: Okay. Hello, microphone. Joining me for today's episode is my favorite producer, Matt Brown.
1: (laughs) I am your only producer, and I wrote that line, but... Now, I'm loving that quote.
0: <laughs> so what do you have for us today?
1: Okay, so a while back, I bought some hiking boots and a new pack. That's insider lingo for outdoor backpack. Okay. And I'm on the Amazons, on the Googles, and everywhere I look, I have the same feeling. Outdoor apparel is just kind of ugly.
0: Jeez, right at the start. You just upset so many people, Matt. Ah, oh,
1: shit, yeah. Well, okay, so I've had this thought for some time. If only the same kind of quality that's built into the types of apparel meant for free climbing the half-dome could also fit right in with, you know, spilling coffee on yourself as you yet again miss the 8.45 bus in the morning. Oh, no. Yeah, thanks, Megan. (laughs) But it's sort of crazy, right? So just under half of all people in the United States took part in some form of outdoors activity last year. In the industry as a whole, rakes in about $48 billion a year. That's a pretty big B. With so few options being fashionably well-designed, there's this shark tank-sized opportunity to be had. So, enter Jed Rose.
2: My name is Jed Rose, and I'm the president of Topo Designs here in
1: Colorado. Jed's great. He's this incredibly talented designer. And I don't just say that because of our shared affinity for the much-maligned outdoor fashion staple, the fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. The fanny pack will never be
2: dead. It'll always be amazing.
0: Oh, okay. So it's an episode about design. Yes. I'm in. Let's hear it.
1: All right. I'll start here. Jed Rose lives by one design principle. In every product that comes out of Topo Designs, be it a backpack or a t-shirt or a dog leash, abides.
2: Yeah, I I think inherently good design is as simple as possible. I think it really has to also tap into this emotional piece of people and is always better if it, I don't know, has this kind of historical reference to it that you may not even be able to put your finger on. We'll go ahead and call that nostalgia. You know, bad design is, is taking all the bells and whistles that you can and just plastering it on something to provide a crutch for not solving the problem. And I think trying to reduce it down to all of the very elemental things that you need is really the the goal for
1: us. Topo's packs are known for their bright colors and retro feel. Very simple nylon, Brighter colors, royal blues and oranges and yellows. All of it's equally at home in an online store today or in the pages of an outdoors catalog from 1979. For Jed, this tie to the past comes from his father and the packs he left behind for Jed.
2: Each one of them sort of had their little tweaks to it and their little pieces of the brand that were interesting. And there were a lot of uh, these leather bits on them, which we call lash tabs that were sort of diamond shaped pieces of leather that you could thread a piece of webbing through and attach extra gear to the outside, which ultimately, I think, became a really iconic piece of, of the bags that was Totally function-based at, at the beginning, but became really aesthetically pleasing. And, you know, we have a couple of our bags still have those on there today.
1: Topo Designs is based out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Just over an hour's drive south to city center Denver and only minutes from the mountains. It sits almost squarely between two worlds. And designing for both at once means looking beyond both entirely. You know, whether the outdoor guys want to admit that they are into
2: trend and fashion they definitely are and um a lot of things in life are complicated and it's super super easy to make your life complicated what's really really difficult is to make your life simple i mean we use this idea of of travel very um broadly whether you're traveling to work or traveling for the weekend or traveling around the world it's it's all definitely very travel based And I think the most dialed people you see when they're traveling have super simple kits that are very, very focused and they have all of their stuff in the right place and only the right stuff that they need. And I think if you can apply that thinking to every day and you just have the things that you need and you want and are perfect for your life, then you're gonna be set.
0: Okay, so simplicity is the first piece, got it. But the nostalgia angle, I get a bit hung up there. Grasping at the past doesn't necessarily play out equally for everyone.
1: Not at all. It's a little more complicated. Jed doesn't see nostalgia as something synonymous with, say, the winter of 81. I think
2: it's it's less of a a longing for the old days than it is just sort of tapping into things that are inherently a part of human nature.
0: Aha. Okay.
2: You know, things that fit a certain way or look a certain way or feel a certain way will sort of always be good and I think those are a lot of the things that are the best part of good design and I think for us trying to reduce it down to all of the very elemental things that you need um, and nothing more that solves the problem and gives you that you know great aesthetic on the the outside is
1: is really the the goal for us. A pack at its core is just a jumble of fabrics stitched together and despite its Pantone swatch of color A pack is a cold product, even the best designed of the bunch. It's the stories we put into them that elevates it to something of meaning in our lives. I mean, that's really true for any product. It's Jed's memories of fishing and camping with his father that he sees in the packs that were left for him. But Jed can't live in the past. Even today, he sits in that same little nebulous time pocket as his father's old packs. What Jed designs and churns out of that Topo factory today will carry on long after he's gone.
2: I, you know, I hope that, yeah, my son really gets the the same sort of thing that I got from my dad. And it's the connection with the company that uh, makes this stuff. And it's also the, you know, the connection of what you have done with that gear too and and every time you pick up a bag or pick up a a jacket that you know you've been around the world with, or been, you know, out on the the furthest piece of uninhabited land that you've ever been into, and you can remember that trip or that story or that experience. That that's the that's a cool thought for me is that my son or our consumers um, will have a, a piece of topo equipment that they can carry around for you know probably the rest of their lives and have a lot of amazing experiences with it, and and not necessarily be so tied to the thing, but the thing is a a really good reminder, or representation of those experiences that they've had.
1: I was up in Vermont recently, middle of winter. It's cold, there's too many feet of snow to count, and it's all too easy to complain about something or other. But there in the morning, I warm up a day old cup of coffee, strap on my boots and a down jacket, and sit outside the camp. It's quiet. Look, I could lie to you and say, a family of deer passed by. Down there, by where the hill breaks. But, no. It was just me. And I thought about something Jed told me. I want to leave it here, but before he talks, I just want to say, it was perfect.
2: I think for me, what's really important about simplicity there is that... Nothing is going to overshadow the experience. And I think that's what's really, really important, especially about outdoor gear, is that you're actually there to be outdoors and be immersed in that and be, you know, a part of that environment and not have your gear overshadowing your experience.
0: Thanks for the story, Matt. Today's episode was written and produced by Matthew Brown. You can learn more about Topo Designs over on their website at topodesigns.com. As always, I'm Megan Keeney Anderson, and thanks for listening.